Lots of parables today. I'm going to focus on the the weeds and the wheat. I think for, for, for my interest today, that's the one that kind of struck me. So just a general observation first is that to be a disciple, one who follows Jesus, is to be the one who walks away from the crowd, steps away from just being a member of the crowd who hears Jesus, and actually goes to listen to the, to the Lord's explanation on a, on a more intimate level. So to be a follower of Jesus entails that we spend time in our lives going to our Lord and, and just being with Him, letting His words soak in, letting Him speak to us about what we experience in our day-to-day lives. So there's one thing to, to note, and there, that there's weeds in the wheat, right? That we see that all around us. Um, I think the challenge that we sometimes experience uh, when we see the weeds is uh, we, we get fearful, right? Ah, it, these, these weeds are going to contaminate me. If I, if I live around a bunch of weeds, you know, spiritually speaking, I might contaminate myself. I might uh, get caught up in their way of life and become a weed. So that's one fear we might have. Uh, we also might fear that these weeds are going to consume the nutrients that I need to grow. The things that I need to live and follow Jesus are going to be uh, caught up by all these other people that are, are taking advantage of the situation. And they are the weeds that are soaking up all the nutrients. So that can be a challenge. And then, uh, of course, that would reduce our production, our, our, our yield of, the, of the, the wheat. So these are things that concern us, I think. And when we look around as Christians, we might see people that aren't necessarily Christian. Or we see people that seem to not be so good of Christians or whatever. We see things that trouble us. And we have this, this feeling of, I'm in a wheat patch and this isn't a great thing. And I, I'm worried about that. So I grant that there are, there are legitimate concerns when it comes to uh, the weeds, right? We can pay attention to them. But we shouldn't allow the presence of weeds to consume our attention. I think that's kind of one of the things the Lord is trying to show us today. Don't allow that, that presence of the weeds to just keep us fixated on that. We can get focused on that and we can get caught up in trying to sort out who's who, you know, am I a weed or am I a wheat? Uh, who's, who's this person in my life? My family, my friends, we kind of can try to put everybody in boxes and decide who they are and what they are. And we get so caught up in that we, that we never really spend time nourishing the seed, which I think is what Jesus is saying. Like, I'm not going to pull up the weeds. We're going to wait for these things to come to fruition. So, we have to have that patience. Pulling up weeds can become our focus instead of watering the wheat, right? Uh, you've had that experience of you spend so much energy and time trying to do something to prevent something else, but then you never actually do the thing that's going to help that, that good thing come to fruition. So we have to be careful uh, how do we spend our time. We can be preoccupied with others rather than Jesus. And I think especially in a Christian context, I think if we start to look at others and their sins or what their apparent sins or things that we see wrong in their life, which we can all fall into easy enough, right? We, we, can, we all have eyes and we can see, so we can easily see the problems around us. But if we allow that to become our focus in our lives, it's not a healthy dynamic, right? It puts us in a place where we start to, uh, we, we, we focus on the wrong thing. 
We don't allow the Lord to speak to us again. We don't take time to go back with the Lord and be with the Lord and pray to the Lord, talk to the Lord, ask the Lord what He wants for us. But instead we're kind of saying kind of over our shoulder to the Lord, hey, look at this one. He, isn't he terrible? Look how bad he is. Like, this is, we got to pull that weed before it gets too big. You know, we get caught on, on finding all those problems. So our primary work is to become this wheat, this wheat that produces fruit, to be a ch child of the Lord. So that should be our focus. And only secondarily is this, this role of being a tool in the hands of God, right? So if we, it's, it's a tricky thing sometimes to figure out how do, I, how do I put myself at the disposal of the Lord, allowing the Lord to use me for his work, but at the same time not get so fixated on Hey, there's another weed we got to get, Lord. Let's get, let's go get that weed. Um, it's a challenge sometimes to step back and just say, okay, let's focus on the Lord, and then allow the Lord to lead us and guide us into any kind of gardening that He wants us to do, whether it's in our own heart or in the hearts of our brothers and sisters around us. God is very patient. He's very patient with this process, right? Jesus gives the parable, and the farmer doesn't seem that all that worried, right? The, the, the slaves or the servants come up to him and are like, hey, where did these weeds come from? We gotta, we gotta get, get in there and get them all. And he's not concerned about it. He's like, well, we'll worry about it when harvest time comes. And so I think we have to take a note from that and say, okay, yeah, I can wait. I can wait on the Lord's timing. Uh, I think we all look at our own lives. We probably have seen that there's uh, experiences that we own and have in our own lives or people that we know, maybe a friend, or if we look at the lives of the saints, for instance, many, many people start off going one direction and then there's a change in direction and the Lord actually changes them and brings them to a place of reconciliation, a place of, uh, of saintliness. So, you know, the Lord waits. He's patient. He's patient with us and we should be patient with ourselves and with others as well. And that can be difficult to do, but it's something we're called to do. And then finally, I think the result of all of that is to leave to God the, the problem of solving how to sort the weeds and the wheat. He planted them all, or he allowed them to be planted. He planted the good seed, and he's allowed the, the evil one to sow his seed. So we have to trust that he's got a plan, that the Lord is going to figure it out, that I don't have, it's not up to me to figure it all out. I don't have to be the one to go in there and... and and, and show which one should be pulled and which one shouldn't. That's the Lord. He's the one that does that. He clearly uh, speaks to the, the servants that this is the role of the angels at the end of the age. So it's not our role to judge or to try to figure out uh, what is the state of a, uh, of a seed. Is it a weed or a wheat? Let the Lord do it. I think the devil, in his anger, he knows he can't attack God directly, right? So one of the ways he attacks God indirectly is to attack us, to attack humanity, to try to uh, befuddle us or get us fixated on the wrong things or to push us in the wrong direction. And so he's constantly trying to uh, cause trouble in the weed and wheat field. And so that's something we have to be always aware of. Um, when we're interacting with one another, it's easy to sometimes get caught up in something rather than maybe see, seeing, maybe there's some, there's a little devilish thing going on here where he's trying to get in there and cause trouble. So sometimes we have to be cautious of that. The end product is the most important thing, right? What are we at the end of the day? Are we going to be a wheat or, or are we going to be a weed? 
Um, and that's what God is interested in. So there's a definitive point, right, where justice will be done. All the things, all the problems that we see around us, there, there are some terrible things, yes, there are some bad things, but justice will be done. At the end of time, there's going to be a reckoning, and all the things that have been wrong are going to be righted, and all the, all the good things uh, that, that have been done will also be rewarded. So, again, I think if you haven't caught it yet, the message is, let the Lord take care of it. Let's not spend time and energy trying to do the Lord's work for him, but let him do what he needs to do. And our focus is becoming that wheat, allowing the Lord to enter into our lives, allowing him to nourish us, spending time with the Lord, spending time in prayer, spending time with our Lord to allow him to form us, to teach us, to bring us to where he needs to be. And if, if it is something that the Lord asks us to do, then yes, then we can go to our brother or sister or go to... Uh, be an assistance to someone who's struggling in some way. So we have, a, we have a, an important call, brothers and sisters, to be attentive to the Lord. And I think today if we, if we study His Word, um, we can trust that God has a plan and that we don't have to have all the answers, but we can trust that God is going to bring that about in His own good time. So we pray for the grace to be patient with others especially, but also with ourselves, wherever we need uh, this realization that it's going to take time. It's going to take time for my heart to be moved to the Lord, to become a true and, and good disciple. It's going to take time for those impurities to be drawn out from my heart and my soul. And it's, it's the Lord's timing and not mine. So we trust in God to bring about His timing in our lives.